0: Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We talk everything animation here, including Final Space, which we'll be getting into right now. I'm Dylan Heisen, and today I'm joined by Michelle Lander. Hello. April Collins.
1: Hi there. And Alex Bonilla. <laughs>
0: Did you say that this episode? <laughs> yeah, that was, that was his no. opening line when when to Gary, Gary. When he woke yeah, up, and then that's, great. that's yeah. pretty much it. Oh. <laughs> that was that was Mooncake's contribution. Yeah, that time. was good. It was a great contribution, though. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was, was very happy.
1: That was really good. Was, I enjoyed that. Yeah. Thank you.
0: Thank you. to Alex or to the show. <laughs> thank
1: you, cake or bowl. Yeah. Um, Alex. Okay. And
0: that, uh, okay thank there you. Go. you April.
1: You're welcome. Okay. We're all. Dylan, what are we just? What are we doing today? We're all very
0: appreciative to discuss the tenth episode of Final Space season two, The Lost Spy, which aired Monday night on uh, Adult Swim. Um before I forget it, the, the there will be no final space next week. It's off for Labor Day next week. Um, but then we'll get back in next week. But other than that, we discuss Final Space every week here at the Overly Animated Podcast. Check us out at overlyanimated.com. Search for Final Space on your favorite podcasting app or uh on our YouTube at youtube.com slash overly animated. Uh we got a I don't know, controversial episode. We'll see, shrug, uh to discuss here today. <laughs> So spoilers for The Lost Spy and all previous episodes. I've seen a wide range of reactions is what I mean to that, but I want to see what our reactions are here. Michelle, what did you think of The Lost Spy?
2: I... I really enjoyed it. Wow. Like I okay. honestly did. Um, especially the A plot. I well, well, what was the
0: A plot this episode? That's I think unclear it's to that's
2: me. The oh boy. Well, yeah. Uh, actually... Do you okay, mean? Do you I mean lied. what the most important plot is? And like maybe the C plot. There's four I plots mean, or something. I, this episode. I enjoyed all the plots significantly that weren't the Clarence plot because okay. I feel like <laughs> that's that's that would drag on a little that's long. But meant. like, I mean, yeah. I, I this is probably like the most I've ever liked Gary ever ever. And the stuff with his mom was really interesting. Like, I cannot believe Todd's back. I I literally thought we had too many, like, people that are coming back. But, like, somehow the show managed to tie him in with Gary's mom in a way that actually kind of made some sense. And used her as a device to kind of get into her psyche to understand a little more where she's coming from. Which I also thought was a really good decision. The stuff with little Kato was really nice. Because, like, again, like, yeah, like, you'd think he'd have some some feelings and consequences about shooting his dad, even if his mind was taken over and it wasn't like, we could argue it wasn't really avocado anymore. So like that checked out, him like, Gary, like, asking to be his, like, stepdad was, like, amazing just because, like, again, I feel like they've built up their bond way more than anyone else's for a while now, so it made total sense that he would want to do that, and it was, like, a really good thing for Gary to do, and I was, like, very supportive of that, so, and, like, I thought the cliffhanger was legitimately really good too, like, I'm super excited for next episode, so I really liked all that, It it was a really nice one, I mean, honestly like it wasn't like hashtag like emotional cry deep but like i don't think it needed to be it was incredibly satisfying without that and i don't know i feel like it gave you like a different side of the show i honestly haven't seen before and i like it a lot i i want more stuff like this i'm not even exactly sure what this is we're gonna have to talk about it it's just like it-, it doesn't rely on like sadness to to bring emotional weight to something like at least like not like a deep sadness um and like I and I feel like that's kind of more like <laughs> not like relatable but just like we, we've we seen so many of those like deeply sad episodes as like the motivation for a character to make a decision or to go in a new direction and I don't think that's necessarily what this episode is doing and I think it's very successful anyway and so like what does that mean i think it's a really good thing whatever it is whatever decision this is so yay i'm happy i'm really tired but like i'm really happy about this episode you're
0: not tired of the show you're just tired in general yeah <laughs> okay this is Ash- a good episode Okay, Michelle liked it. Hashtag emotional cry deep. It's not, but okay. So, uh, April, what did you? I don't know if I got that right, but it was that uh, I was I was on. Yeah, head I
1: head. was a little confused. Um, yeah, but <laughs> uh, it's okay.
0: April, <laughs> April, what did you think of the Lost Spy?
1: Um, I liked this episode as well. Uh, it I do like. I think the biggest thing that I enjoy is that like we're we're seeing the consequences of the last episode. So I like that you know like everything's sort of connecting. Um, and I know that. Olin has stated, like, previously that he, like, there's been a lot of, like, pushback about, like, having, like, like a plot throughout. They want really, like, serialized episodes. Um, But, so, for me, like, I really like that, you know, like, we're immediately seeing, like, the consequences of, like, little Cotto shooting his dad, and then, like, like, I love that we're also seeing, um, like, Todd H. Watson come back, as well as, like, Gary's mom, because like I thought it, they were just going to be kind of like one off things but they're not so like there's actual consequences and like I I love that like I love that we're like connecting all these things and now like we're we're getting like somewhere um uh, and I, uh, Michelle said something really like nice about, or I say nice, but she put into really good words about how like there was like an emotional heaviness to this episode, but it wasn't like deeply sad. Like, yeah. I mean, I didn't cry, but like I could, like I could feel the emotion within the episode, especially like with Little Cato, like you know dealing with all of that, like um, <clears throat> the aftermath of shooting your dad. That's crazy, first off. But even like with um, Cheryl. Her, like, the whole thing that, like, she went through. Um, because it's really interesting because it gives us more insight as to, like, um, not just her, but Gary as well. So, like, okay, like, a lot of things are kind of, like, clicking for me as to, like, why Gary is the way that he is. Um, so, I really like that as well. Um, the Clarence thing, yeah, it exists. But my I do think that, like, my favorite part is, you know, Gary... Saying like he wants to adopt a uh, little caddo, like I loved that. Mm-hmm. I thought that was really, really great. Like it touched me deeply, um, and I, I enjoyed that. Like you know, he he did the little thing about like not having to change his name. That was very cute. So um, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was it was it was a good episode in my opinion.
0: Okay, Michelle liked it as well. Or April liked it as well as Michelle. There you go. Um, Comment
1: uh, being called Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> it is a compliment. I don't know what I've done to deserve this
2: praise, but thank you
0: (laughs) (laughs) be fantastic with your thoughts hashtag emotional cry deep um so (laughs) we're really trying to make that happen huh i think i think i'm trying (laughs) but it's not what this episode was but it was great emotionally anyways what i'm hearing Mm -hmm. um okay alex (laughs) what do you echo the praise for this episode
3: i'm gonna sound like a real weirdo after like all the like the beautiful words that april and michelle have just said and then i'm gonna come in and be like hey. I think my favorite part was the Clarence stuff, (laughs) because honestly, I had a lot of fun with the Clarence plotline. It was very over the top. I think that Clarence is a character that they've struggled to work in this show, and like this episode, I think does enough with like how absurd the the whole situation is. And uh, like, they use a lot of weird imagery to like get it it, like uses the shock humor that final space has done in the past, like a varying success, but like here I think that they, they use it pretty, pretty well in like the small doses. So Clarence storyline really fun. I, I, I enjoyed that part of the episode a lot. The other parts of the episode I feel like it's continuing my difficulty of connecting to the emotional stuff that season two is trying to do. Like I can tell that I should be moved by Gary uh, saying that he wants to be little Cotto's dad, but at the same time, it feels like, well, he's already kind of been a dad figure throughout this whole season. So what is this more than just like a change of title? Like it doesn't, it doesn't feel as weighty to me as I think the show wants me to feel. And then also with, with Cheryl and Todd, like like these are characters that when they appeared for the first time, it's like okay, these kind of came out of nowhere, and like I don't know how to feel about these characters, and like uh, they they use Cheryl to lay out the backstory for Gary and like why why the relationship is so uh, strained, but still like there's something missing about like me wanting to like me feeling anything for this. They're so, like, okay, but what does this necessarily add if I already knew that the relationship was strained? Like it doesn't feel like the details are adding any additional layers that feel meaningful. So like uh um, I I appreciate what they're trying to do, but also at the same time, I don't know if it's the fact that it's rushed, that there are too many characters, like the the variety of issues that we've talked about with the season so far, like I don't know which specific one it is that affected these two lines for me, but just for whatever reason, like they kind of just went by my eyes and like I recognized what they were doing, but it didn't really hit me maybe to do with the fact that like it's going for emotional subtlety which the show hasn't done in the in the past and like uh, as michelle and april stated it's not as heavy as the show has done before And maybe that's part of it because I'm, i've am gotten used to that kind of heaviness on the show when it wants to do emotional stuff so the subtlety kind of felt a little bit more superficial than normal but uh yeah so like I, i'm I've said I've I've been feeling confused by several episodes over the past couple of uh, podcast episodes. And, like, this is, again, like, I just leave this episode kind of confused. Like, why am I not connecting to this as much as I did in the first season? Or at least even in the beginning of this season. Like, I I felt
0: like I connected to episodes a lot more than I have in recent episodes. And I can't really figure out why. Okay, well, we can dig into that. I think I I was kind of wanting to do a... uh... Yeah. general discussion on where the season is anyway so i think we could get into that type of thing when we talk about the season i also have feelings kind of about what is and isn't working the season um i i enjoyed this episode um it seems like golden's like oh this is one of the worst of the season i don't know i think what? this is a good episode why um, well we'll talk about it it's because this is more production yeah. interference he says than other ones oh. um but uh i i i thought this episode was very funny uh that's my main reaction to it i think there's a lot of like uh, emo- a <laughs> it feels different than april and michelle it's talked a lot about the emotions of the episode my primary reaction was i laughed a lot this episode so i thought i thought it was really funny um i will say the second time i watched it, it i like definitely didn't laugh as much just which always happens because like you know what the jokes are already but um you know maybe it was more of a one-time type of humor but um it's uh i think it's kind of consistently very silly there's a lot of gags that work um I think specifically the the dude that needs to, his hand stabbed. He stabbed. Um, yes, that, that was very funny. Uh, I think the Clarence stuff was moderately funny. Yeah, honestly. Um, and then I don't know. There's there's other humor throughout as well. The the, first, the opening scene I think is really funny and strong too. Uh, the gag with Fox in particular, I was laughing a lot at in the beginning. Um, you know. The plot stuff we're doing with Cheryl and Todd, I like really appreciated that we we're digging into that. I don't think any of it was particularly deep or too particularly interesting. I kind of liked that we were doing it. It felt really weird in contrast with the Clarence plot. Um, it makes a lot of more sense hearing what o- that Olin basically said. They originally didn't want the Clarence plotline in this episode and were forced to add it. Um, really? Yeah. Oh
2: yeah. wow. So okay, that makes that makes
0: this episode make a lot more sense because otherwise I'm like my initial reaction was like, what was that? We have kind of the A-plot is I feel like that we spend the most time with the Clarence plotline, or it's like so, this really zany humor plotline, and then we have a very plot heavy thing with Todd and Cheryl, and then this emotion heavy thing with Little Cado, and I'm like, what is this episode? It's so weird. <laughs> Um, so I
1: I will say that reading that statement from Olin, like definitely put the show into perspective for me. Like, I'm really glad that I read that before, because I felt like, then I was able to form like a better opinion about the episode because I like felt I felt just like you did Dylan, I was super confused. And then like, once I read that, I rewatched the episode, and I was like, "Okay, everything makes sense now." Like, here we yeah, are. It
0: really, I really <laughs> makes a lot more sense. Can, so, what I'm referring can you to just
1: is briefly, like, yeah, because yeah, like I don't know what this is.
2: Yeah, so
0: what I'm referring to is all in on uh, on Reddit. Um, pretty. F- frankly, commented about uh, someone was like, this show is frustrating me. And Olin's like, uh, you should be frustrated uh, at, at the network. Um, we uh, the Clarence plotline, we was we we're forced to do that. Also, the in general, we're forced to do most Clarence stuff this season. Um, T- TBS wants American dad, but we're fighting to make something very different. He says uh, it's very, very uh, honest statements from him um and uh he said like the beginning of the season was heavily due to production interference he said the 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 not production network interference the network didn't want episode 4 my favorite of the season like he loves that one he he said they didn't want that at all he's he said uh, but he but also he says that uh they all had almost no notes on the finale the finale turns they're finishing up now it turned out great so like there's also great stuff in there but um yeah he's basically saying like uh, they want um, they want, uh, like a, an American dad Simpsons type show and he wants to do a very plot heavy show and what we're seeing is kind of the result. Um, yeah, it, it's, 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 very interesting to read this kind of thing, but
2: I mean, I know like TBS doesn't have a lot of animated shows and, and TBS's MO from like the, the vagueness that I'm aware of them. They do seem to be very comedy focused. Yeah. So that doesn't entirely surprise me. Um, it also surprised me that Owen's being this frank though. Is he still with them?
0: <laughs> yeah, they're finishing their production now. Um okay. uh, Final Space has not yet been renewed for a third season. We were discussing this on Discord yesterday. Mm. Uh Owen also is like pitching around a new show. Um so it's, it's Oh
2: really? Uh, okay. but,
0: but I think he intends to work on that and Final Space at the same time. Um I we were talking about this. You could read pessimism for Final Space's future because he's being so um open and potentially antagonist against the network. I don't think he's intentionally being antagonistic. I think he's just being the same open he's been before, but he's just reflecting his current frustrations. Like, I don't think Olin means badly when he says this. I think he's just being honest. Like, and this no, is No, so I mean,
2: that's true, but um, that. It, it, it's we're just, like, Yeah, well, we're just not. <laughs> yeah, it's, it.
3: it's, a
0: different, it's a different level of honesty, you have yeah. to admit. Um, yeah, no, I mean, it's just very, like, not. You were used to people being cagey and not, like, uh, going, wanting to go against uh, people you work for. But. Um, I don't know. I, I I certainly appreciate this. I do think it's like at least having an effect in terms of it makes a lot more things make sense to the, to his fans. He wants his fans to like, uh, you know to to not be confused about what's going on i think i think uh he's doing us all in service of people people who support him i think that's great but no i think he's just being honest in case anyone's listening i don't think he's being like uh he's mean to anyone i i still think kind of the show is going to get renewed it's 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 doing very well in the ratings and i think that's ultimately what matters is
2: it i mean that is ultimately what matters the most but then again i don't know i'm just the person with the job but i don't know I guess (laughs) you're like
0: they won't like that thing type of thing yeah
2: well, no, they probably won't like it. But maybe, maybe they're, maybe Owen's potentially like even moving it off to like Adult Swim or something. Like they're already airing this season. They're, maybe yeah. there's more those sort of like we can't I, see. I think he also said Eagle's like maybe next season
0: we work more yeah. with Adult Swim execs. And
2: Which better. like yeah. I, th- I think they would probably give him a lot more freedom, frankly. Yeah. Um, Although to, they're to, not great. If that, he wants yeah. it to be like more serious sometimes and, and less like gaggy where it doesn't make sense. I could totally see him finding a home at Adult Swim for sure. Yeah, that would be nice. I'd be really excited for season three that happened. I mean, I'd be excited anyway, but like, yeah. Yeah, we're diving into this discussion earlier. Yeah.
0: But uh, also, I also also <laughs> saw Owen Dennis on Twitter talking about how engagement and like perceived engagement matters more than ratings at this point, um, which I thought was a really interesting thread from him, the creator of Infinity yeah. Train. I think if you're looking at Final Space from that metric, Final Space is a very big uh, community that's very passionate. So I also think Final Space should be is going to easily be renewed from that perspective as well.
1: There's a um, whole podcast for it. Yeah, us? <laughs> yeah. There's also uh, another new Final and Space others, podcast. Yeah.
0: Uh, we have there's also yeah, there's another Final Space podcast. Yeah, oh, yeah.
2: is there? When did they, do they talk I about Kevin? Was... What, what do they got? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Go listen,
0: see if they talk about Kevin. <laughs> okay.
2: I want to know who these people are.
0: It's not us, that's all I know. It's Oh my god. <laughs> well,
2: okay, you know as much as we do then, Dylan. Yeah. Yeah.
0: They they exist. They're out there. Yeah, they're out there. Uh, there's like some crew interviews. It's pretty cool. Uh, but uh, yeah, so th- that's been interesting and it's not like this is like big events. It's just like all oh, just commenting on stuff like normal, but um I thought this that helped us explain this episode a lot better also this season. I'll let's push that off a little bit. Talk about that episode before we get into the season, well, but
3: yeah, like, can I just say, specifically to this episode, I mean, I get that maybe he didn't want the Clarence stuff, but at the same time, I I kind of get the desire to, like, have some lightness in, like, this very plot-heavy stretch of episodes, and so, like, at least to me, the Clarence plotline in this Felt like a good breather as opportunity in terms of like how heavy the past couple of episodes have been and it's like oh yeah final space can be can be all out funny when it wants to be and so I because that's a part of what season one I appreciated that like it it blended uh, it blended seriousness but it also like sprinkled comedy throughout and so like now it's gotten a bit more imbalanced, I feel, where it's like you got plot heavy lines and comedy focused lines. And it's like it doesn't feel like they're blending as well. But if we got to have one that are totally plot, then I'm also fine having one that's totally comedic. And so that that's part of why I enjoyed it, because like it, it felt like I know usually like the sandwiching feels kind of awkward.
0: But at least in this episode, it felt kind of like refreshing when we got back to Clarence. Yeah. And just cause Olin didn't originally want this Clarence plotline in the episode does not mean you can't like it or it isn't good because, of course, once it's in there, they're going to try their hardest, execute it exactly. really well. Yeah. So like it still gets written and, and worked on by so many people. Um, like, and they try to make it their best. And I think, I think they, I think they succeeded in making this an enjoyable plotline. I think this is one of the best Clarence plotlines of the season for sure. Like, uh, it's, I think it's like way too long, but, uh, it's also like, uh, pretty zany and silly and like a way that, um, it, it doesn't really feel like the show sometimes but um like it does feel maybe more rick and morty um but it's uh you had uh mm-hmm. fred fred armison voicing this weird queen like uh very obviously sounding like him like i don't know like it was this is a very strange mm-hmm. plot line um i i was more engaged with this than i had been by previous Clarence stuff i'll say that for sure <laughs> um yeah michelle what do you where, are you, where are you, you said you i think you weren't as high on, on the Clarence stuff
2: I mean, I thought it was fine. I, there was a point where we got to maybe like when he was climbing inside her where I had the thought that this is kind of taking a long time. This <laughs> this bit. And there, there are some other things I kind of wouldn't mind going back to, but kind of I don't know that in the knife gag gave me very, like, it gave me the same vibes as episode three. And I really liked the humor in episode three so I was, like, all for, like, the knife-stabbing guy who was just, like, going on with it where he'd get, like, really upset after it happened but he would be, like, begging for it before it happened and Gary just continued to say, like, I'm going to, this is going to kill you. Like, do you understand? <laughs> and then, like, knife getting, like, tired of it all and be like, oh, come on, just do it! yeah <laughs> have to find out where the is. The, I mean, I will say, I do think Clarence almost met his match with that queen lady Yeah. because yeah. like he could not get away from her. And I mean, he couldn't even keep, keep he the jewel. He doesn't keep them. the crown. Yeah. So he, he kind of lost that battle. And I think that's kind of.
0: That's satisfying.
2: A, a sad, yes. Yes. Especially <laughs> for you. I'm sure. Dylan. But so like, I mean, it wasn't bad. I just like, it, it got to point where I'm like, I'm going along with this, but then also, Everything else is interesting, too. And I'm sure Clarence is not going to die from this tentacle lady. So, like,
1: do That'd we good have if to he be did, here right now? <laughs> yeah.
0: Do we have to be here? Uh, no.
1: <laughs>
0: April, what do you think?
1: Um. So I like to, because, again, like, I'm giving my perspective after having, write, you know, Olin's statement. So I like to think of the Clarence thing as, like, its own separate episode because there was so much time spent on it um like it there was like a huge chunk of time um and in like in that regards like i i think someone said that like it was kind of like it's like rick and morty-esque kind of so um i actually uh enjoyed it uh i mean there were some parts where because first like clarence is not my most favorite character But, like, there were parts of it that I was like, all right, like, this is kind of funny. Like, okay, I can kind of get into this. Like, so it was kind of like, like, I wanted to hate it, but then there was, like, parts of me that really enjoyed it, so. (laughs) I wanted to hate it. So, and, like, I also enjoyed, like, getting to see, like, Clarence, Ash, and Fox kind of, like, interacting with each other, like, in a situation. So it was kind of, like, It had, like, that zaniness that um, I can appreciate, so, plus, like, who doesn't love a good trying to steal money from a royal person gag, like, that's great, this one just went on for a really long time. It kind of made me, it kind of made me think of, like, uh, Clarence made me think of, like, Bender from Futurama in this episode. Just because he was like uh, specifically in that episode where like they go to like Leela's home planet and it's that alien who's like shapeshifts to like these women who have um like like they're one of their kind kind of thing, and he's like taking like the rubies out of the wall. Does no one else remember that? Okay. No, but
2: it sounds like a thing Bender would do, so I believe it. I think
0: think Bender is a generous comparison for Clarence.
2: (laughs) Dylan's just very low on Clarence.
0: I mean, they're
3: both uh, horny, right? So that's something.
2: That's one thing. Yeah, I mean, Clarence I started seeing about the fact that he had to like hook up with this queen multiple times. It seemed like mm, he was he like, was
0: uh, he was done with he, it after. He was
2: like all of day's work. I don't. Like, you there's you more exo-
3: after exhaustion after it.
0: than anything. no. He literally you know, tries like... to kill himself at one point after. So Wait,
2: did he win? But he, yeah.
0: well, because he pulled
3: out uh, the, poison oh, the poison, he's tablet. gonna take the.
0: Po- it was very quick. He's tries to uh, pull out the poison uh, capsule.
3: Yeah. Okay,
2: I guess he was really tired. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Look, no, no, no. Being in the universe has the stamina to keep up with that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the queen that's, does, that's apparently.
1: Really- yeah, the queen does.
0: <laughs> well, besides her. <laughs> uh, I, I One other, one thing April mentioned, I really liked uh, Fox and Ash in this spotlight, too. Uh,
2: yes, I like uh, Fox a lot, you guys. I think he's really funny.
1: <laughs> he is really funny.
0: Uh, F- Fox, like... Uh, freaking out over uh step being killed and ash being like we have uh, probably have like five minutes to get out of here you know like it's like uh, i thought that was and then but then instantly she she turns on to fox's side uh, this is the way we're pulling off this script i thought that that was just a really funny sequence um that was alex any any other highlights from the clarence spotlight you're a fan of it uh, well, the image that I'd use to
3: represent why this why this part li- I liked is when Clarence is inside the monster's womb, and she and he sees the hole open, and he's literally been given birth to. Yeah, he's being birthed. And then it gets like spit out, and then like all, also all the coins come out of her it's holes. It's another miracle. She,
1: I've lost yeah. track
3: of how many. Yeah, assistance helps a lot with this, and, and then like Clarice is pretending to be a baby, like goo goo ga while like picking up the money. It's so, so ridiculous. So like <laughs> it's just it, it's it's all ridiculous. The imagery is very like weird, like you know, like just on the inside of a monster's vagina. Like, sure, why not? And like and uh, yeah, so uh, that that felt like a good culmination along with like all the jokes that like build up to it too. Like also just like Clarence shooting other suitors with poison darts is pretty good. And him trying to sneak out in his underwear and meeting Kevin in the fountain. Like that was like a random thing. So just a, a, lot, a lot, lot, lots of, lots of Clarence stuff, but like, I, I liked how, how it ended. And I think that it's right that the key to Clarence being good is that he needs to be embarrassed because that's, like yeah. that's, yeah. that's he kind of it. Yeah, right, right. So that that makes it feel good when 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 we focus time on Clarence. As long as he like ends up like getting taken down down a peg, it's got, it's all good. So I think
0: yeah. that that's the key going forward. That's it's a good analysis. Yeah, uh, just embarrass Clarence, please. Um, I like other parts. I like I like appetizers, and I also like. Uh, and Queen, are you cool with this Rendo? Like, yeah.
1: Um, at least yeah. they knew what like was going on. Yeah, like, they're like, we understand this situation, <laughs> and we're okay with it. It's fine. <laughs> uh, can,
3: can, can I just say, with regards to Fox though, like uh, in in the Clarence line, I think he's fine, like his overreactions. But uh, like, it reminded me at the very at the very beginning of the episode when like Gary is like getting everybody together, and Fox has this whole thing with like the winking and yeah. like I'll bring him back dead or alive, and, <laughs> like. That joke, I feel like I've seen it like five times already in like different shows and movies. So it's like, so like, it, I'm sure that it with the execution was fine, but like it's such a tired joke for me that it's like, oh, Fats, do we need to keep doing this? Please stop, stop,
0: stop. So just, uh, I just want to point out that that joke I did not like. Okay, well that's fair that it's been done before, but that was one of the times I laughed the most of that episode. I, I think I, the execution was really good. Um, (laughs) like I'm okay with doing something for the fifth time. I certainly agree. It's been done before. If, if it's like really well done, I think that's the key. Um, and, uh, this, this also had like some fun to it. Like it it kept going, I think in a good way. Uh, but if you didn't like it, I could see how that would be bad um and he's like uh stop the winking uh oh do not kill little gato that almost ended up badly like uh, i don't know it's and then, yeah again that could be in uh the five other gags with this but um also it's, it's just strong because i feel like fox is, has been strong like others have said yeah so i i don't know I, I like that moment from fox too and it's nice to see him doing more things yeah kind of he still didn't do that much but is you know
1: he's the- doing things and that's all that matters <laughs>
0: doing some things yeah (laughs) yeah i guess we can we can talk about the beginning because let's transition to the uh the actual non-clearance parts uh i want to see an analysis on the screen time i it felt like the clearance stuff was ended up being the a plot because it was on screen so much but i don't know if that's right but maybe uh we we had uh basically this is like the reactions to last uh last episode and um I, I agree that this is like more muted than you would expect. Um, everything that happened, like it's uh, Gary's barely survived being shot little Cato left, which I think in retrospect makes sense. He's like pretty scarred from this. Um, but everything is like, yeah, it's kind of impactful, but it's also definitely r- r- uh, ramping down from, from last week. Um, and, uh, we, we get this message from little Cato and he says, uh, don't, uh, don't come, don't come after me. And then we get the second message, which I thought was pretty funny. And, um, so, yeah, then they're going after little Kato, but he's, they're already at the planet. Um, uh, we also, also during this, we uh, get Ash was uh, planning on taking Gary's heart if he died. And yep. <laughs> that's the thing. She's
2: got a collection. to be creepy. I kind of yeah. like it, though. Take his
0: big thumper. Yeah.
2: Yeah, it's big thumper. That's,
0: that's <laughs> the Michelle way of saying heart, I feel. Like. <laughs> that's the... you
2: <laughs> buy that? It's like, oh, oh, heart. Yeah, I guess that is a big thumper. Okay. <laughs>
0: Michelle, are you Ash? Is that... <laughs> I don't know.
2: Secretly. I see it. Uh, if Ash likes Kevin, like, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I
0: don't know how, if we don't know how Ash feels about Kevin. That's a character relationship we haven't seen. Okay. Uh, I, I feel like we had a good Hugh, mo- Hugh moment here. He's like, I tried my hardest. I, I tried to stop. I reached my hands out, but he walked, he walked past.
2: <laughs> and he complained. He's just like, like, what's good? What's, like, the, what's the point what's of a,
0: a body?
3: body? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
2: I'm like, yeah, that's a good point, Hugh. It seem to be any that sees them.
3: Yeah, R- Hugh is struggling to earn the respects, he's doing what he can, but continues to be trampled and stomped I feel like him.
0: at least he was kind of, he was kind he of in on the he joke here.
2: So He gets Clarence and action yeah. blocks he,
0: he saves people. He I thought yeah. like this joke, at least to Hugh, yeah. he was like, uh, eh, I tried, but you know. So I feel like it's it's also like the melodramaticness of Hugh being like the butt of everything, but that, I feel I feel like yeah. he was like the the joke plays is like oh, I tried my hardest, but it was too much, you know. Like uh, <laughs> yeah, it seemed like Gary reacted as if he was like unimpressed by it, and
3: yeah, so he yeah. was like, "Come on, man." <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's, I think that, that also. Just, I feel like that just worked in Hugh's voice. I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll continue to see what Hugh is doing here. But uh, what, what else we? What else we? Got? I think that was good from the opening. Yeah, there's a lot of like uh, comedic stuff in in this opening. We've we've said the season has struggled with openings sometimes. Randomly inserting certain devices. I think this was a an opening that played off of the last episode, led us into the plot of this episode, and had a lot of good uh, humor along the way. I think a very strong scene. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I, I- yeah uh okay so then we go to (laughs) galang 22 um oh so in general this is like a medieval planet i really like from this show doing this this to me feels like the ice planet like uh like do different types of space planet like this it's like totally like a rick and morty episode of you they just go to the planet that happens to be medieval but also it's just like yeah just show things like all the weird aliens except in like medieval garb like I, i feel like the setting really worked here yeah. It especially oh. worked for Clarence's cloth line. Yeah. Well that was yeah, I guess yeah. the impetus for it. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> also at some point we have this gag of uh Gary saying uh, little Kato, he's a he's a boy, he's my friend, he's my boyfriend. Oh no, not not you know, not that. But...
3: <laughs>
1: well
3: he, he says that that's a different story, that, that's a different story uh, and then he just walks away. Mm, so different like, story.
0: <laughs> Does Gary has Gary had a boyfriend?
1: I mean, by I by Gary. It. I could see it. Uh, by yeah. Gary, let's do it. What if Gary yeah. is the queer character? I want
2: that. I was, oh, my God. I don't care. <laughs> Gary, yeah, that's yeah.
0: something
2: I don't need. I mean, like. You just don't if, want it
0: because Gary?
2: <laughs> no. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, like, look what happened to Quinn. Could you imagine that? But just with the boy. I mean, I just.
0: <laughs> it would have been better. I, just, but I want yeah.
2: Gary to be like a better character all around than like, fine, date whoever you He's want. He's been man. better, right? Hasn't he been better? No, he has. No, he has. He is yeah. especially better in the last couple episodes.
0: This is a strong episode for Gary.
2: Yeah, it it is. Yeah.
0: Okay. Let's let's, let's keep going. We have the. Uh, we'll get to the Todd stuff I guess, Cheryl. Um, so then uh, we we see uh, briefly from Little Kata's perspective, he wants to join the uh, Burner tribe, um, and um, but then he gets, uh, gets sent after Gary. So there you go. I don't understand why
2: for... Gary is so sought after as like I guess a bounty. He lost the Earth. I don't, yeah. Maybe that's yeah. why. Maybe because like he's responsible for Lord Commander disappearing, and he was a big
1: yeah. deal. He's in the thick of
2: it. Yeah. He's also responsible for the Earth going yeah. away. Yeah, one are yeah, the other. Earth, Lord Commander. One of those yeah. two. Uh,
3: the the bird gang member in there he sounds like funny. Tribor.
0: <laughs> Just yeah, doing the Tribor voice, all, voice all as days. a bird. Yes. Tribor. Yes.
2: Bird. voice. Bird.
0: Tribird. Bird. <laughs> yeah. okay. Um then we get the guy we get this guy at the bar, and um, I thought this was the funniest part of the episode. We he uh he wants you to stab his hands and um no stab, no gab. Uh you drive you drive a weird bargain. says Gary. No, yeah.
1: it's <laughs> uh, a good
0: line. <laughs> and, uh, Dylan,
1: I'm surprised you like found this as humorous as you do! said really? not you, yeah. well, so so, yeah. you said you hated morbid humor. That's why yeah. you didn't like the third episode. And I like, okay. like Literally, when I was watching the episode, like I turned to my husband and I was like, "Dylan is not going to play." Like <laughs> oh, I, yeah. feel, I, I feel
0: so honored.
1: No, <laughs> I was like, I just know these things. Okay, so I, I explain.
0: So stabbing is not the, the dying is is the issue, and he does die at the end, which I was a yes. iffy on. <laughs> um, so it kind of turned, it kind of turned at the end, oh, but it's, it's,
2: turn. it's
0: very was, different from the episode three thing. Cause episode three is just like, oh, here's a bunch of people dying and we don't care about them. This episode, it's, you know, like this one guy and, um, you know, he, and he, he's asking for like, <laughs> he's, he's, he knows he's going to die. He's, and it's, it's of his own volition. It's, it's a little different, um, but it, it gets morbid, but I think the parts that I loved were like, not at the end. I don't think, I don't hate the ending. Um it's I think it like is appropriate considering he's getting stabbed a bunch of times but it it's it feels different than the these celebrations of death in my view from from before. <laughs> I feel almost I don't know.
2: Dylan's logic for morbid humor is very interesting. I know. <laughs> we'll okay, explore I of sure? this. I I, 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 I was totally also surprised. It's yeah. Interesting to hear about firsthand. Okay, yeah. there you go.
0: But yeah, I mean, so like he, does, he doesn't die till the end, right? Like, he's just getting stabbed.
2: <laughs> so it's fine as so long as he's alive, even if he's bleeding out of, like, five holes. He doesn't
0: seem like he's oh that God. hurt. He's, he, was, he was okay was
2: okay. He's bleeding it. a lot. Yeah, yes. well, that
0: just a visual. It's, it's hard to not love the visual gag of him just blood gushing from all no, the holes on his body. Yeah. The, yes. the, what what I've gotten from this is that Dylan is
3: okay with murder as long as there's an agreement beforehand that the person is asking to be murdered. It's not really murder, murder. It's it's not like murder in that case. I don't think
1: well- it- they're well aware that they're going that,
0: to I think murder. that's assisted suicide. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Oh,
1: that's a bigger topic. <laughs> that's
0: it. That's a whole other topic. Well, well, let's dive into that. <laughs> let's please. dive into that. Yeah, exactly. No, uh, just, just it's it just very well executed. Yeah, and the, 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 the just the visual aspect of it's very strong. And then I stab my other hand and uh, s- s- stab me in the neck. Oh, and then there's the gag of it. Just, it's just falling in that guy's drink. Oh, yeah, he just drinking. Yeah. <laughs> that's that. I feel like. I loved that in season one of just get letting Olin like riff on like comment like uh, like commentary of like him play by playing things happening like I feel like that, that happened a few times in season one we haven't done it nearly enough this season like that's that's a really strong aspect from Olin. Um. Yeah. I, I don't know. I feel like this episode as as much as like it was like weird on all around it tapped into a lot of humor. I don't know. Maybe it was like slightly missing this season like this type of thing the Clarence stuff although you know, different and zany and too long was also just, like, I, I feel like it, like, went all in maybe in a way we hadn't before. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I feel like it's one of the stronger, stronger comedic episodes this season. Uh,
3: uh, I will I will say with the stabby guy, like, what, what that reminded me of at first was um, that w- gag from uh, a couple of episodes ago where they, I think it's, like, some moles in a cave and they just keep saying, sup, 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 like, over and over again. And, uh, like, it feels... Like, this season is relying a bit more... Uh, and the same with, like, the thoughts joke at the beginning of this episode, where, like, it keeps extending. It's like, okay, I get what you're saying. Like, it just keeps going and going. So I think that it's relying a lot more on, like, stretching the jokes, which sometimes works, but sometimes doesn't. So like, but I, was, I just found it interesting with, like, the Stabby guy. It's like, okay, like, I'm starting
0: to see a pattern here. <laughs> that, that's a good point. It, it, it it's It's... I also think the fox gag was like that. Like, uh, it, it, it can be really strong if something's funny and then it keeps going. But also if you're not into it, it's just too long, right? Like, so I, I yeah, I, I think that I could see similarities, um, with that. But yeah, I think in the stabby guy's case, I didn't expect it to go that long and I was loving it like every step of the way. And then at I the think- end, it's like. And part he's of, dead. So there you part go.
2: of it's also that like Gary gets to be the straight man during both those things. And that's like a that's a fun place to see Gary because Gary can be really goofy and silly and extra himself. He's very he's very good at that. But seeing him be the one who's trying to stop the craziness is a side of Gary that I think is like kind of appealing in juxtaposition also. So that's part of why the jokes worked for me.
0: Yeah, I think Gary's a good straight man. I it think can. he kind of consistently is in the show, but um, sometimes they lean into it a lot more, and I think it was successful here, for sure. Um, yeah, so the, there's the the stabby guy. Um, it's- <laughs> <There's
2: no Gabby> <laughs> guy. <laughs> stabby guy.
0: We get with that. We have the standoff with the bounty hunters and uh, re- re- the uh, re- reconciliation of Gary and little Cato, and um, I think the big thing is, is uh, I'll adopt you, and... Um, then the, like the bounty hunters get really into it, and uh is I'm, I'm your rental dad until your actual dad gets back. Um, and then I, I mean you don't have to change your name to Little Goodspeed. Yeah, I thought that was a good Aww. that was a good one. Yeah. <laughs> Plays on Again. the uh, absurdness of Little Cato, but the uh,
2: most stuff like scary the whole show.
0: Yeah, why why?
2: Because he's sincere and it's believable. And he's coming from a place of actually being worried about someone who's not him. And I buy it for once. A lot of growth had there. so many episodes to lead credence to that he would actually feel this way. Mm. And it's, it's just really good. I mean, he spends the whole episode just like being concerned about a little cut going after him. And we've seen him do that at least like two or three times before. This is just the culmination of that. And I feel like him offering to be a stepdad is, like, the culmination of everything he's been with little Kato since he met him. So it's just, like, it's a good progression of their character stuff. And it's just, like, it's a really nice, like, positive. Whereas, like, a lot of things have gone wrong in the show. Which is, like, you know, that's entertaining and that gives you stakes. But, like, it's nice to have this little win in the middle of all that crazy, like, downerness, too. So, like I'm here for it i'll I'll take it for sure. It's
0: nice that it's so sweet, yeah, that's, yeah. That's it. and yeah, you're right. it's like this is a culmination of uh or or you know, it doesn't necessarily have to be a huge moment. it's at least just playing on Gary's growth as a person and also the bond with Little Kado that's especially been developed this season, and that's been so stru- such a strong aspect of the season. That Little Kato's awesome. character and Little Cato and Gary yeah, yeah it's a it's a really good moment, and then we get a group hug, like, wow, it's so sincere. And then Kevin-
2: Trying to find his place, and he goes <laughs> right on top. Was like, yeah, Kevin, you there? You go. Right
0: there. Yeah. Did did you were you offended that Kevin wasn't initially included in the group hug, Michelle?
2: No, I wasn't offended. I like understand that Kevin's everyone's <laughs> favorite, but he he still made it into the hug, and that's what matters.
0: Would you be offended if I told you the screenshot for this podcast is going to be the group hug, but not but before Kevin comes in?
2: <laughs> oh, you put
0: it in there. No, it's because it's a you wide shot. It doesn't do look it. as there's one really good shot when it's, it. it's like tight on the four yeah, of them without Kevin.
2: No, just crop the shot. You gotta get Kevin in that. Can house. I Photoshop <laughs> Kevin in? Okay, yeah, that's fine. You Photoshop. Him. No, I'm not going to do that.
3: Just stick him in the corner.
2: Small. <laughs> <laughs>
0: maybe i'll do it i don't think so but (laughs) okay yeah i I thought that was that's so so sweet yeah um i I love group hugs in in shows like let's more more hugging it's it's great i just love
1: group hugs they're great
0: yeah they're great okay Let's let's talk uh the the last part of the episode the Todd uh, just, and Cheryl oh,
3: stuff. Any Alex? Well, just before we move up that uh, just one small thing I want to ask about. Um in between while they're looking for little Cotto, oh, Nightfall's only contribution this episode is where she's like mentions to get little Cotto back, you're going to have to step up and Gary's like I'm doing the best yeah. I can and Nightfall's just like, "Oh, really? Then we should just stop looking." It's like the first time that Nightfall has like even demonstrated any sort of sass or personality really it feels like it also feels kind of out of nowhere because like they're in the middle of looking for little Kano it's like hey you're not doing enough so like
0: it felt it's that was a weird scene um, yeah, it was. I think was I think, it, I think it was building scene. up to Gary saying, "I'll adopt you." Like I think that's him stepping up. Um,
2: oh, I hope that's not why he did it. I want to think he did it just because like it made sense to him, not because someone else told him. I don't to. think
0: he did it because he told him, but yeah. I think it like uh, emotionally resonated with him, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm I'm gonna step up and be true to my emotions and be uh, open with you know." Like I don't know. Like I, I think it's it's not doesn't have to be cynical in that regard, but um, I, th- I guess like, that's my best guess of why that scene's in there. It's an antecedent to the. To him him saying he'll adapt a little
2: yeah. bit. I liked yeah. it just because like it's the first time we've seen Nightfall not be like completely agreeable and helpful to somebody yeah, in this crew. True. And that's like not a personality. It's not a character, you know, like it's so, like for her to like have a moment of being genuinely frustrated with this person that is the established leader and not disagree with the way he's handling a situation, I think is something that rounds out her characterization a little more. I think like because it's like the first time, and we're so deep into like the second season, maybe that's part of why it feels a little out of nowhere. But I honestly don't mind having it because it's like, yeah, like I could see her being frustrated because like you, know, they don't have to agree on everything,
3: right? But also, I kind of wish she would be more specific about like what she's. Yeah, angry she's for. like,
2: we're not doing enough. It's like enough. How though? I can see that.
0: Yeah, I, I generally I like what's going on there, but it was uh, not really expounded upon. Um, so we'll see if there's more with Nightfall and Gary and that, um, but yeah, it's nice. It's nice to see that side of Nightfall at least. Um, also, but the last thing about the the adopting thing, I think that's it's it's interestingly contrasted with the last episode where uh, Invictus possession, uh, little Cato is like taunting him, like it's he's replacing your dad, and or he's or he's like taking away your son to little Ca- to avocado, right? Like it's like um they, they just talked about this in like a bad sense of he's like taking away um little little kato from avocado and here he's like you know he's really supplanting avocado <laughs> in this episode um maybe this is like the good side of like of that you know that's like the cynical and and bad side that the villain was playing on and this is the good side of he's like step, stepping up to uh to, well you know to to help up little kato and their bond and and you know when avocado's not there um so i think it's probably specifically contrasted with last episode too
1: and also, um, and maybe they're not, that's not what they were trying to do, but it also kind of gives you, like, a sense of, like, okay, they've almost kind of, like, given up on, like, Avocado, like, rejoining the group, kind of. So, yeah, like, little Carlo shot him, we don't really know if he's dead or not, and if he's alive, then he's still gonna be possessed by Invictus, or we can only assume so. So, like, and... Uh, I guess it wasn't really made clear if, like, we could hear what, like, Avocado was hearing from Evictus. Like, did Gary hear it, or were we just hearing it, too? So, um, but I think... Yeah, uh, what effect did it have on them? If yeah. Anything? So, like, I think that's, like, it, it It says a kind of a lot to me, but... That's just me. I like to find deeper meaning in things.
0: (laughs) No, I think I think it's like intended by these two episodes being next to each other. And also, I think it's going to be something talked about probably more in the last three episodes. If we bring Avocado back, which I assume we will. Possessed Avocado. Possessed avocado. Yeah, maybe. Okay, <laughs> let's, let's talk Todd and Cheryl. The epic return of Todd H. Watson that was highly anticipated oh by Michelle. Um, <laughs> and uh, Cheryl Goodspeed, also the return of her. Two people were like, Are they coming back? Yeah, they're coming back. They're coming back together. Back at the same time, yeah. Yeah, so Todd has been sending uh, people after Cheryl and has captured her, but she let herself be captured so that she could see why Todd is uh, looking into her. And uh, then we get a dive. It's an excuse to get a dive into Cheryl's memories and learn more about her. And this feels, I guess, sorely needed after the uh, vague picture of Cheryl as uh, Gary's mom in the previous episode. I feel like that's one of my main takeaways is, like this added depth to, to what we saw before we see her being sent to seduce John Goodspeed um, by a shadowy uh, person and um she like meets him at a bar and then we see the scene where, um, uh, the, the sun, they watch the sunset and rise at the same time, the only place in the universe. I thought that was like f- fun, like subtle humor during, um, mostly a scene that's not funny and, uh, the, or like a sequence. And, um, she says she's pregnant and then, um, uh, we find, see John, uh, find Cheryl reporting on, uh the antimatter bomb and uh she's like I, I was i was using her first but i never expected to fall in love et cetera, et cetera, and uh uh then uh i wish you were never born to gary she says she's very upset at him about that so um there's kind of a lot packed into a short time with these memories michelle did you have uh what was your main takeaways with i guess about cheryl um i think mm-hmm. she's more important than todd here
2: yes she's absolutely more... todd doesn't matter cheryl's gonna the second episode <laughs> Cheryl's going to kill him next episode. We'll see. I, I really, I, <laughs> I really liked all the stuff um, with Cheryl, though. I mean, I. It's weird, it's weird to say this, because I feel like Final Space hasn't been my, my my go-to place, you know, for characters who happen to be female doing things that are interesting that aren't related to romance. Um, but Cheryl, I think, is, like, honestly, like, the one of the most interesting characters in that regard, and she, I mean... I I like the flashback stuff, too. I know, like, we've seen this trope of, like, oh, this is a a sneaky spy person who's just pretending to like someone, and then they actually, like, start to like them, and it's like, oh, no. But then the first person feels betrayed when they find out they were keeping the secret. But I I think for Sarah it actually really works because I feel like she's still processing the fact that she, like, isn't totally comfortable with the fact that she fell in love and and she doesn't she like she never expected to be the kind of person that could happen to when it did happen she she wasn't totally like happy about it like i think that's part of the reason she could say to her like infant son like i wish you were never born cuz like obviously it's more complicated than that but like everything gary represents for her in her life at that moment is like very tumultuous so, like you you get that side of it too and I mean, I just kind of love that she's like aloof and kind of is just in it for herself, even if she can fall in love, but that doesn't solve her problems. And it doesn't make things any simpler, frankly, for her. So, and, and like she's still doing her own thing. And she isn't with Gary, and she's in in the Dad's Dead. And she's still really competent in what she does. And she might have conflicted feelings, but she's not letting that interfere with her current life, at least not so far. She's definitely going to be up with Gary again. So maybe they'll have a heart to heart. But I mean, I don't know. I just, I, I find that and like, you know, the show's not over. But I mean, I find it very interesting that she's just like, able to be this person without like, huge regrets and i feel like that's something that's not as often afforded frankly to like not purely good female characters like usually they get punished for this kind of thing right and they're they're dead long before this and she's alive and she's in her own way kind of like doing fine and i think that's like a very interesting choice the show made and i think like it's really it's something i'm very interested in to see where it goes and i'm just kind of frankly glad it exists so i i'm I'm interested. I'm intrigued, and I think like she's a curious sort of character. and I like that about what they've done with her so far.
0: Yeah, I think that's that's really good analysis. i and I, I think I had similar reaction. like um we didn't see a ton, but like what we saw mm-hmm. was very interesting from her. Um, yeah. She's kind of she's a morally gray presentation here. She says she hates her infant son at the end. And I think your first reaction is like, well, what's going on there? And I kind of – I have the same reaction as you, Michelle. I think it's because she – it's he's, like, the product of falling in love that that she never wanted. Yeah. Yeah. Just causing shit for her. Like, uh, you know, then she gets caught and she's, like, never going to be trusted by John. And uh, it's like that's going to, like, hurt her emotionally and she didn't want to feel things. And, Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So I think that's really interesting. And um, I thought she had, like, a somewhat sympathetic – presentation while also being like still pretty shitty um like yeah. ha- ha- hating her child um this is like yeah it's a much better showing i think for of cheryl than her first appearance although i, I think it like plays also just plays well with what we saw before um april april any different uh reactions to cheryl here no oh,
1: michelle did such a great yeah. job <laughs> i live for this kind of shit man <laughs> i'm really happy we have cheryl it's just
2: yeah it's just a relief <laughs> yeah well and
1: i think that's the other thing, too, is that, like, I'm just really glad that she's become an interesting character because, mm-hmm. like, her first portrayal was not, like, interesting. I just remember being, like, super frustrated. Like, I don't, I think I remember, like, blaming myself for those frustrations, too, because I was just like, whatever, I don't understand mother, whatever, like, mother-child relationships or what, you know, that kind of thing, like, all of that bullshit, but. So, I think that uh, it, like, this is, I, I agree with Dylan. Like, this is such a much better, like, representation. And, like, just knowing, like, kind of her backstory, even though it is, like, tropey, is interesting. And, like, the fact that she's, like, joining up with, like, Todd H. Watson is kind of, like, in- I mean, he's not, like, my most favorite character, but, like, it's just, yeah, it's gonna be, it's gonna be good, hopefully. <laughs>
0: There's a Todd and Cheryl partnership. It's going to be good.
1: Um, Todd yeah. and Cheryl.
0: <laughs> is, that a, is that a ship? New Definitely. Dream team. Definitely. No. Not. No. Um, no,
1: oh. no. There's a lot of Todd, in lot of Todd hatred not in here.
0: Love. Partners in crime, but not in love. Wow, yes. that's deep. Yes. Um, yeah, Alex, you also uh, thumbs up on Cheryl here.
3: Uh Michelle made a strong case for her so like uh and I think that the episode tran- transmits enough of why, she, why of how she got here you know um I I, I think I ha- I still have some reservation with regards to just like how much it adds necessarily to, to her in in the show because like Gary's never gonna know any of this unless Cheryl like lays it out for for him and we like re- rehash it. So like oh, it's only for it's only really for us and, and, and I guess for it's for Todd. Todd to like <laughs> okay you you can join yeah, me Todd. in my in my villainy. So like I, I, that that's part of why like I'm not as deep into uh, I'm not as. Uh, positive about it because like, i i'm still unclear on like what this adds to what we already saw of her but because we already saw her as being distant and not really having a relationship with gary's and i'm not sure the why necessarily um you know g- give gives any extra layers to it but we shall see as as, as apparently she'll be in more episodes um i i do you want to comment that I actually enjoyed Todd's interjections throughout these memories? Like especially when when they're like in the car and Todd is just like, "I'm in a freaking rom com here." <laughs> it's like <laughs> that was the line. Yeah, it's
0: yeah. like
3: it, 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 Todd, Todd, Todd's frustrations were were a good, were a good um good balancing of of the heavy stuff they were attempting in that plot line. So. Good for them. Um, also, like, Todd at the end is like, I have no idea what dimensional keys are, but sure. <laughs> so, Me uh, neither, but... Todd. You're speaking the truth. What are yeah.
1: they? <laughs> what are yeah. they? When are we going to get back to
3: them? Yeah, who who's to say? And But Cheryl wants them. Uh, to do? Is there any, like, theories of, like, Cheryl has always been after these dimensional keys, and that's why she was, like, hunting John Goodspeed?
1: <gasps> what if she's trying to get the dimensional keys to get John Goodspeed back? Oh... Uh. I hope that's, man, I no, could That was the theme of
3: the yeah, show. <laughs> yeah, that was fit the
2: theme of the show. I, I hope that's not why, but, you
0: know. <laughs> I, I, could say, I could see her, like, working for Invictus or Bolas, Bola or whatever his name is, and, uh, yeah, Bola. Bolo. Yeah, uh, yeah, like, I think, I think, I think like, who, like, who's the shadowy figure ordering her around? I think that's going to be a reveal or something. Yeah, uh, I
3: did find it notable they only showed his chin. They didn't really show mm-hmm. face in any of those flashbacks.
0: Yeah, Bolo I think I think I, th- I think she's working for Invictus. I don't know. Bolo is Invictus, and well, we're um, still waiting a Bolo reveal, right? Yeah.
1: Bolo's still sketch. I, but, like, I mean, we it haven't seen good. him. In he's months, he's but... just recruiting everyone at this point. He's like, look, <laughs> he's not Mickey. Yeah. In some way, shape, or form, all of get these the special keys. keys are gonna get <laughs> to me. Yeah, <laughs> like that's, that's hard. true. You <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, he could have also asked Cheryl at first, and she didn't work. Um... Yeah, uh, I I, also, I think Todd isn't that bad. I think he's fine. Uh, like uh, he's not I don't know if he, how much he'll be adding moving forward. But uh, yeah, he's fine. Uh, we, we, he's going
1: to be like, like Cheryl's very much just going to use him to get whatever absolutely. she wants. And like, as much as I would hate to see that happen to a character, I'm okay with it for Todd. <laughs> yeah, I
0: was- wonder what the, what the point of including Todd here is just from like overall story perspective. I think it's not clear yet.
1: I think it's not like I
0: I understood why he was in the first episode. He was like represented consequences for Gabe, but why is he back? Like, what's he doing now?
1: The same? I don't know. Yeah, I think it's just the same goal. Will he he remind
0: Gary of what happened in season one again, and then he just dies at the hands of Cheryl? I think I could see that. Yeah,
2: yeah, just you haven't thought about the Earth being lost in five episodes, Gary. You gotta make you remember.
1: Here's Tom. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's just not obvious to me what we're doing with him, so we'll see.
1: I I think he's just gonna be like a tool of Cheryl's at this point like which would which would like like it was really cool having him be like the symbol of consequence for Gary um at the beginning but then like to continue with him like is still like it's still kind of exciting but also like he's just going to be Cheryl's tool because we're we're obviously way more invested in Cheryl than we are Todd so
2: mm-hmm.
0: How dare you? No, booyah. are. Um, oh. it's true. It's true. Uh, Todd <laughs> is important and valid. In his okay, oh, what is that? He's one of
2: those things. What are you saying? Well, he's, he's
0: valid. He's valid, just like everyone.
3: Well,
2: oh, so. and he's not important. Okay, that's true. Yeah,
0: um,
3: he's not
2: say, important.
0: Is he no.
3: valid for trying to kill Gary? For
0: that's valid. His <laughs> <His> emotion, <laughs> so at the very I least, his so emotions valid. are valid, if not his actions. How about that?
1: Okay. Yes, yeah. and he. He
0: had, yeah, he had a great cause. He t- he th- a lot of shit happened to him, you know. We yeah. And yeah. Yeah,
1: look um, what it turned
2: him into. I mean, I don't know. We just weird weird guy
0: far. in a red, a red, a weird costume.
2: Yeah. You know, you
0: know, uh, that's <laughs> there. Yeah. So then Todd and Cheryl are going to look for dimensional keys. There you go. So we'll see Huzzah!
2: what happens.
0: Yeah. Uh, Michelle, close us out on, uh, on this episode.
2: Um, I hope we see the frozen cabins next episode. <laughs> no, I, don't I, think, I don't think we are gonna I'm see that feeling again. like really pleasantly surprised by this episode for a couple of reasons um and i think that feeling's gonna stay with me um it's definitely making me more curious about wherever this is culminating in the next couple
1: episodes
2: and i don't know i feel like final space is in this very interesting place that I, I didn't anticipate, but I think it could end up being a really good payoff. Like it, it sounds like from what you guys have said, Owen's really happy with the, the final episode yeah. of the season. So I really wonder how the, the pieces that have been laid out the past episodes are going to influence whatever that culmination is that we're leading up to. But I mean, like I'm really like, I, I like the vast majority of the characters we've had and some of our relationships have built out really, really well and even ones that have felt kind of clunky, like, were well meaning, and I appreciate them for that. So, yeah, I mean, I, I, don't, know, I don't know what's gonna happen. I don't, I mean, the, the only predictions I can have is like, yeah, more Kevins, maybe Bolo, maybe all the keys are together. I feel like we still need to find at least one more key, though, you guys. I feel like it's been a while. We only have a couple yeah. of keys. And five so three more
0: episodes how uh, many more keys
2: you know i feel like it's definitely gonna be a big cliffhanger whatever we end on but yeah i mean i'm i'm excited for more as always the animation and the music so lovely kind of insanely good sometimes i like don't understand how it can be so pretty but yeah i i'm optimistic but cautious you know always but I, I they're trying a lot of things and I think again like the the trying is a really important part of any show because if you just like you give up and just do something I mean the fact that like Owen and his team are, are pushing for the certain kind of show that maybe TBS isn't crazy about says so much about their desire to do to it justice in a way that is on their terms and I think like that's a noble goal in of itself so yeah it's it's nice to kind of know that yeah i'm gonna stop talking because i'm really tired but i'm excited <laughs> End of yeah i
0: was like michelle you're the one that wants to go to bed you know
1: okay
0: that's that's good yeah april uh final thoughts here and also overall season thoughts if you want to have any on those
1: um i this season is turning out better than i kind of thought it was going to initially um i mean there was a lot of hype and then um and it's not that i didn't enjoy the first couple of episodes i was just kind of like again frustrated because i didn't know where we were going or how this was like going to play out but now that like we kind of have more of a, a sense and we have a picture um being painted that like I feel uh, I feel much more confident and like like you know I know we already like talked about how like it sucks that the network is just having its say in things and but I like I I appreciate like Olin and the crew like sticking it out and like you know being being accommodating but doing so in a way that doesn't drive me crazy like the whole Clarence thing like even though, like, yeah, it's very stark compared to, like, a stark contrast between the rest of the episode. Uh, like, I enjoyed it. And, again, Clarence is not my favorite character. So, that's, like, that's nice that, like, they were given a task and forced to do it. But they did it in, like, a, a really great way. So, props to them.
0: Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Props to them, yes. And, uh, <laughs> props to you all. And also, Alex, what's your final thoughts? That was supposed to be a transition. Uh, yeah, great, 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 great segue. You.
3: Um, uh, you guys were really positive, so I'm not going to ruin that vibe and just say I'm sorry for being kind of grumpy this episode. You weren't, gr- I don't think you were and, you grumpy, uh, grumpy at all. And, no. Uh, yeah like uh, i don't know this this second half of the season isn't working for me but it's working for a lot of people and that's good and i really enjoyed the the, the breakdown of the emotional moments of this episode since it helps to understand a little bit more what they're going for so yeah just uh f- final space uh, I- interesting show show to watch and i'll just uh Hopefully, um,
0: more, uh, Hugh gets something to do. That, that, that's my final thoughts. Yes, Hugh uh, gets something to do. Yeah. I'm, I mean, <laughs> so, so like, while I am positive on the episode, maybe I'll be a dine or two. I, I think like this, my overall season thoughts are that a lot of the season's just not working for me. Um, and from an overall perspective, I feel like the episodes are good, and I don't think we've even had like a bad episode. Um, but, uh, I just overall, I mean, what is this season? Like, uh, <laughs> I feel like it's been a lot of different things. I think Olin's com- uh, comments make clarify a lot to me that, um, it just feels like we're all over the place. Uh, sometimes feels like a Rick and Morty show. Sometimes feels like we're trying to do a, a straight drama, but at the same time, the plot never advances past the it- episode. You know, like we just reveal new information and it changes the scope of the show. Like, I think we did it again here with, with, uh, with Cheryl and, with Todd, but it's it's slightly better because it's playing off something from before. Um, you know, sometimes we're we're character focused, but also there's a ton of characters. Um, yeah, I don't know. It, it's uh, to a certain extent, I feel like the season so far, we'll see how cl- I'm interested to see how it wraps up because I feel like so far it's like less than the sum of its parts. Like, the season, like, uh, looking at it from an overall perspective, I'm less impressed than like this episode is good, but just like, you know, in the context of the season, okay. And I just, well, what it like, I feel like season one was a much better whole for me so far. Like, season one at least, like, felt like we we're on this journey. And it is start and end and is like a, a like th- this season does not feel like a cohesive journey to me. It's got like a framing device, which is try, supposed to tie everything together, which we barely use. And, um, there's just, it makes sense that there's a lot of outside influences trying to shape the season in different directions because. Um. That's exactly. It just it just feels like it's it's pulling in a lot of different directions. And- I
2: mean, I honestly like. Yeah, I think that's the kind of thing where your mileage is going to vary. Because I will agree, Dylan. The first season had like a very specific plot goal, and it really only focused on Gary and and Quinn to the extent that she related to Gary, but it was mostly like the Gary show. Um, This one I think is this season's trying to juggle a lot more like well let's like look into different characters and how that relates to their past and how that kind of relates to other characters but it's not super these episodes aren't tied together necessarily in a very plot directional way. And I think that's, like, a, a really big main difference. But I think for me, like, again, because, like, I'm I'm less about plot, more about characters. Like, I'm willing to get all crazy with characters and go on these windy paths that may eventually lead somewhere with the plot. Because, like, I feel personally that I'm going to be more invested in that plot if I'm already interested in these characters because they've presented me with things that make sense and are compelling and I care about. So I think, like, personally, like, I'm... I'm much more a fan of aspects of this season than a lot of first season overall, but that's mostly based on character stuff.
0: Yeah. And I think that's fair. And I totally think your mileage may vary on what you prefer. I, I will say the little Kato, as I've been praising all season and little Kato and Gary's relationship and how it's now tying in the avocado, mm-hmm. at least emotionally, that's been extremely strong. Um, that's the one thing that's working throughout the season for me, for sure is little Kato's character and little, little Kato and Gary's relationship. I wish that also transferred over to the, like, a lot of other aspects of the show. Um, maybe that's enough, but like, it's going to depend a lot on how the season ends. So, you know, it we'll is.
1: see. It. Yeah. yeah. Who knows by the end of the season, I could hate it, so <laughs> <laughs> hate it or love it yeah yeah it could I mean honestly, like it could go like I feel really like good right now, but I mean, honestly, that could change within the next episode. so Maybe. there I mean there was episodes. Uh, of like Rick and Morty where I would watch them. And I was just like, I hate this episode. I hate this show. I don't want to watch. This <laughs> like, I mean, I, I feel like, you know, like, but like, it's going to be different for everyone. So everyone's like viewing experience is not going to be the same. So.
0: Yeah. For me, this, the difference between this and Rick and Morty is this is like trying for a much more serialized plot than Rick and Morty is. And so yeah. it's like season perspective overall is going to matter. Although we've analyzed that a lot with Rick and Morty too. Um, yeah i don't know we just we just came off of the young justice finale which we just had a podcast on where like the finale was like so good that it reshaped the season Wait, for me really and, like, I, yeah and I really loved, and I just love the oh, season really? so like um yeah go listen to that podcast somewhere. more so like finales can influence things a lot um I mean I've always been highest on young justice among all the podcast people but um yeah it's like strong finale can can do a lot for a season so i'm hoping hope definitely hoping for that from season two even though i'm like down on the season overall from like a cohesion perspective again i think that episode's a good so i think there's been a lot here and this was another good episode despite you know structural struggles and and influences i still think they pulled off like a an enjoyable funny episode i think that that's that's great um and we will see what's to come next with with final space in two weeks no no labor day episode i think olin said he might try to do a stream or something so i guess look at twitter for that
2: <laughs> no rest um, for olin he's gonna work
0: really can seems he like, like he works too much. Like...
1: I, mean, maybe <laughs> I think he likes I think he enjoys like, Yeah, that. he's one of those
0: people yeah. that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but we'll be back. What's What do we have the name? The setup next episode. So that's a vague enough episode title we can say. Are it. we um, setting up the ending of the yeah, season? I think so.
2: Or maybe it's a setup and she's going to kill Todd. I mean.
0: <gasps> can um, I, can, yeah, I yeah. can I,
2: can I, yeah,
3: the, or the maybe setup. Or maybe
2: it's a setup
1: and she kills little Cotto. Oh, no. He was let me let me and Kevin was he the, true-
2: <laughs> yeah, he might the true yeah true hero
0: all along the yeah. the true villain uh, let me say the B plot that's listed on the description just because these these have been really wrong before but uh Hugh and mooncake have a day out for themselves
2: oh my oh! god oh! <laughs> Get, I, them on a, get them on their Alex own. Alex
0: is like, Far remember like episode three fly. when we were promised this whole thing? Yeah.
1: And it didn't <laughs> on,
2: you're,
3: you're, you're a mind reader. You're beautiful. <laughs> Thank yeah. you.
1: But, um, Let me have my hope. Will you leave me alone?
3: <laughs> I, I'm excited for all the two minutes of human cake Mooncake next episode. It'll be great. That's
0: probably what it'll be. <laughs> okay so we'll be there to cover Hugh and mooncake shenanigans uh and uh there's also an a i won't read the the, the first part because it could be influence your viewing so we'll we'll see in the setup somebody in, gets set up that's what we know <laughs> I, actually i guess it's in the title so i don't know. Well, okay but yeah so there, there you go and we'll, we'll be covering that find us at overlyanimated.com subscribe to not miss our future final space coverage comment let us know what you thought of this episode the season your thoughts on all this uh, meta stuff surrounding the show um you can talk come to our discord to talk about that as well at overly slash discord uh and if you enjoyed this consider supporting us via patreon patreon.com slash overly animated thanks to all our current patrons especially our patron of the podcast uh danny aka danny phantom and thanks as always to our patron executive producers ryan steve Alex, Beaches, hugh michael and needle um, yeah check out the aforementioned young justice podcast i think if you like final space a decent chance you'll like that show as well and um other stuff including regular fruits basket coverage. We've the huge Steven Universe movie coming up. Um find all that at overlyanimated.com. Thanks for listening, guys. We will see you next time. Bye. Bye.
2: Bye. Bye.